Shut up and sit down. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Cinema from the Dark Side podcast. Today is going to be a really fun one. I got a really fun guest to help me talk about this next one, Zack Snyder's Justice League. We The guest is a vaping advocate on YouTube. You can go on his YouTube page, see anything vape review related, vape advocacy related. Yeah. He has a very fun vlog yeah. uh, that even me, I used to vape and I no longer vape, but I still check in with the vlog every once in a while because mm. it's just a lot of fun. But uh, go ahead and check it out. We have Nick Green. How's it going, bud? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited oh. to talk about something that's not, you know, vape legislation or something. <laughs> good <Lord>. Exactly. <laughs> you got to talk about some fun stuff every once in a while, you know? You have to. It's, it's, you go crazy if you didn't. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, yes, let's get going. So the way we do this, if you're new here, is that we have a movie news segment where we'll go over everything you know, happening in Hollywood. Uh, we have a main topic, which, as already stated, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm -hmm. And then we have listener mail, which we finally have some new listener mail since we started the podcast back up. So I'm very excited about today's episode. Let's get right into it. First up on movie news, looks like Disney sues uh, to keep Avengers copyrights. Um so this is actually a new piece of news that came through today. Mm. Um, I didn't even see it, this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to actually mention that. But no, it's okay. It's something I, I saw today. But, uh, but yeah, it, from what I can see, it looks like lawsuits covered were filed in New York and California against the heirs of Steve Ditko, Don Rico, Don Heck, and Gene Colon, as well as Stan Lee's Whoa. brother, and Marvel collaborator Lawrence Lieber. They asked the courts to declare that Disney has sole ownership of comics like The Avengers, Iron Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Strange Tales, and Tales of Suspense. I don't even I don't even know what those last two were. Yeah. Well that's what you know, <laughs> that's what like the old uh, old comic books used to be called, right? Right. Right. Real old comic books. So um, I mean I'm this all that jargon kind of seems like it sounds Greek to me, so I'm not quite sure what they're suing yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, they want to own. They just want to own the characters. I'm trying Which, to. The I thought York they already did. Yeah, I don't think you know. They definitely don't. I mean, as far as maybe, maybe they only it, have licensing rights. I know there's some fishiness with Sony and Spider-Man. Oh yeah, Spider-Man for sure. And things like that. But you know Iron what? I'm Man. not sure. Yeah, Iron Man. I'm not sure. Right. I don't know. It's it's pretty weird. But I mean, it looks like there's a lot of lawsuits, uh, you know, going to and from Disney lately. Wow. I'm talking about yeah. Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. Oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. Yeah. Dude. Which I still haven't seen. You know, it was okay. Was it okay? It was okay. I was, I was kind That's of expecting it to be okay. You know. A lot. I feel like a lot of people were disappointed. So we actually talked about it um, uh, during a recent episode, Mike and I. Mm -hmm. And me and him kind of had different viewpoints. He mm. he was upset by the fact that Scarlett Johansson wasn't really the main focus of this movie, mm. and she wasn't. I mean, that's fair. But despite it being called Black Widow, <laughs> well, okay. that's the thing about the movie. It's kind of, you, you kind of have to watch it. But interesting. Okay. Well, I have no but, expectations. So. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, 
but I mean, I, I kind of felt that they were kind of setting up her sister to be the next Black Widow because they did focus mm. a lot on the sister. And she was phenomenal. So you should definitely watch it just for that. So. Yeah, I do want to see it. Is it free on Disney Plus yet? I know it was I, like 30 bucks to watch it for a while. I I'll know, watch it that, as soon as it... Like, that premiere look, I, access. I, you know, for something I really want to see, I would definitely pay it. But mm-hmm. for Black Widow, I, you know, it's all kind of wait. Yeah. You know. I feel you on that one. I feel you. Okay, um, <laughs> moving on to our next bit here. So this is a fun one. It looks like the Flash movie director teases Batman and Flash mashup. So uh, basically what it is, it's a. it looks like Michael Keaton's Batman costume. Yeah. But spray painted red with like a spray paint, like, you know, yellow arrow across it. So it mm-hmm. looks like the Flash. So I don't know what, th- I, I mean... Obviously, it's, you know, cryptic. It's not like he's going to tell you what the plot point of this is for. Yeah, the whole point of it is exactly (laughs) this, to talk about it right now. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, but I'm hoping it's for some cool shit because, I I mean, I love the Flashpoint comics. Um, Flashpoint was so cool. Uh, And the stuff to come out of it, like, did you ever read the the Batman where he became a lantern? Where Bruce Wayne became a lantern? Mm Mm-hmm. No! But that sounds awesome. He became a white lantern. Whoa, what a trip. No, I never read that. So like maybe I don't I don't know if this is true, but maybe they'll maybe this will be a version of Batman that's also a speedster. I would love to see that. That'd be dope. I would but see it looks, that definitely. My only my only thing about this though is that because it does look spray painted, makes yeah. me think it's not that, even though I wish it was that. Yeah, there's so much to read into this. Right. The spray paint, the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was a little bit fun one. So. But isn't Michael Keaton coming back in some capacity? Mm-hmm. So is Affleck. Yeah, officially? Yeah. There's okay. film, there's literal, there, oh man, you're out of the loop. I, I'm a little bit out of the loop with this. <laughs> Sup, uh, there's going to be a new uh, Supergirl um, in the Flash movie. Okay. Um, there's all, all photos of this. Uh, Michael Keaton's coming back. Ben Affleck's coming back. Um, yeah, I mean... And this is going, all for the Flash movie? This is all for the Flash movie. Because the, yeah, Flashpoint, he's going back. He's going to be alternate universe. Yes. Shit like that, so... Damn, that's going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be cool. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Yeah. Next bit of uh, movie news here is Disney Plus Star Wars series for Finn reportedly moving forward. <laughs> this so, would be something that would be awesome. Uh, I yeah, wa- it, I want some Finn redemption. I do too, and I so I would expect so does he. Yeah. Um, because he he made some not so subtle comments about yeah. the way they handled Finn's character for the sequel yeah, trilogy. Yeah, uh, rightfully so. Oh yeah. 100%. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I love the I love the Disney streaming stuff. Um, yeah. For Star Wars, it's been a lot better than any of the movies that have come out, except for Rogue One. I like Rogue One a lot. I love Rogue One. I even like Solo. Okay. I do too. I do like Solo. The only thing, 
I mean, this sounds like a whole nother podcast, but the only thing with Disney is that the fact that they can't seem to make a movie right the first time, because it always seems like they need someone to come in, change something. I mean, they had to bring Ron Howard in for Solo and reshoot like 50% of it. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) So it's just like... Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I mean, that (laughs) does also kind of show, you know... I don't know. I think you should let the fans decide. I would have liked to seen the original solo before Ron Howard got a hold of it. I don't think I would have. I kind of, I kind of want to. Because wasn't it made by? Okay, wasn't the original directors the directors of the Lego Movie? Uh, is that who it was? I, I think so, and that's why I'm saying I don't want to see that version. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, um, it would be yeah, like I said. And they said that, what this series is supposed to focus on him being a stormtrooper more, or like before he was, uh, you know, obviously pre 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 movies. It have to um, be pre movies. Would it have to be pre movies? I feel like it would have to be pre movies. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, um, during the press for Rise of the Skywalker, they you know J.J. Abrams confirmed that Finn is force sensitive. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could be training as a Jedi. He could be training as a Jedi. Under Rey. So he could knows? be training with Rey. It's weird yeah. that he wasn't there with... I mean, yeah. He should have been there with Rey. He should have trained with Rey. They did yeah. They did really screw over his character. Oh, 100%. He shouldn't just get a Disney Plus series. He should get a movie. He sh- Well, here's the thing. I think they can work things out more in, in series than they can movies. Yeah, yeah. It should be at least a series leading up to a movie. True. That would be kick Cause, ass. Because even if it was a ten, you know, uh, even if it was a ten episode event and each episode was a half hour long, that's still that's, five hours. Yeah, that's still yeah, versus that's like more a two hour a movie. Feature length movie. Right. So. Yeah, isn't it weird how that happens? Like we'll sit and binge something for four hours, but then when I approach my wife about the idea of watching a movie, she's like, "Well, that's such a commitment." I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about? We just sat here and watched The Circle for four hours." <laughs> anyway (laughs) no you're you're 100 percent right 100 percent right yeah i don't know what it is i think it's just it's more digestible Mm -hmm. i don't know like you don't you have to commit to the whole thing you have the option to bow out after like an hour and remember where you were it's like a save point exactly yeah Yeah. i think it's just more digestible that way yeah all right well, we'll see how that goes when we get it. We'll see if we get a release date sometime soon. Cool. I mean, there's still a lot more Disney Plus shows coming. There's the Ahsoka show coming, which I can't wait for. You know, yes. we got Boba Fett coming. Yes. Can't wait for that, too. So there's going to be plenty to, plenty to keep us occupado. I want Star Wars What If. That's all. Oh. <laughs> uh, you should watch Star Wars Visions. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty okay. So I watched two episodes today. Okay. The first one? The first one's real good. The first one's awesome. The second one is garbage. The second one, uh, I didn't watch because everyone told me it was garbage. And then I watched, uh, I skipped way ahead. Okay. Which one I watched? The Old Man? I watched one of the latter episodes. And it was, it was pretty good. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a fair shake. The, I, I kind of like it. It's like fan. It's like a fantasy within a fantasy. 
Yeah, it really because it's is. like Shogun Star Wars. Yeah, and the first one was really compelling. Like that universe of that whole oh, like yeah. even like sheathing your lightsaber. That's just fucking cool. It just looked. That's badass. just cool. Yeah, it just looks badass. Yeah, and it wouldn't work in like a Star Wars movie, but in this like, you know, anime Star anime Wars style. visions. Yeah, anime style. It works. A hundred percent. Cool. I also love that each episode has like a different art style, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so here, I actually watched a fair few of them. So two was bad. Three, the storyline was good. My my problem with it is that it gave you too much exposition. Like they the characters oh, okay. kept telling you what was going on. And yeah, like, dude, yeah. we can see this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. Uh, the Village Bride, number four, that one was pretty good. Number five, the ninth Jedi was good. Okay. Number six was terrible. Number six was terrible? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the only ones that were terrible so far for me was number two and number six. Okay. And three is, like, on the verge of being terrible. But not quite there? But not quite there. It's just bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have not... So, and the Elder, which is the one you talked about, which mm-hmm. is... That one's a good one, too. I have not seen the last two, good. so I can't give you my opinion. But yeah. well, watch those. You know, I'll dig into them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, moving on. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, this one is really funny, um, but a Lost Boys reboot is in the works with Quiet Place <sighs> yeah. and It stars. I saw that. <laughs> I read that whole article. That's bananas. It is bananas. Good on them for trying, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. Man. So, do we need a Lost Boys reboot? I don't think so. Probably not. But we but also don't need a Flight of the Navigator reboot. We don't. Are they rebooting Flight of the Navigator? Yes, they are. What the hell? I need to listen to your podcast regularly. I love Flight of the Navigator. Listen, if you're having podcast withdrawal, you can be on the podcast. (laughs) I I didn't know they're remaking Flight of the Navigator. That's kind of cool. Bryce Dallas Howard is directing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like Bryce Dallas Howard. She's pretty cool. She's directed a couple episodes of Mandalorian, and she's killed it there. Yeah, she's killed it there. That's cool. We'll Hmm. see, though. Hmm. Oh, you know what's really sad? We found out hmm. that that uh, the kid actor a couple of years ago, like, uh, uh, g- got uh, arrested for, I believe, robbery. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it's sad when you watch it now after learning yeah. that. Oh, that's so sad. Still a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Young, cute movie. Sarah Jessica Parker. Good yes. lord! Space. What's not to love? Paul Rubens. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, the people that are going to be in... Sorry, we got way off topic. Yeah, but, that's uh, fine. Lost Boys. <laughs> the people who are going to be in Lost Boys looks like it's going to be Noah Jupe from A Quiet Place, the son in A Quiet Place. Sure. And Jaden Martell, a star of It and Knives Out. So It... Uh. Uh, who? It was mm-hmm. Bill, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Bill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I like those actors. I like those actors, and I like The Lost Boys, and I like 80s horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, I'll, I will freely admit I did not see the remake of Poltergeist. I didn't see the remake of 
uh, Flatliners. I didn't see the... Re- like, I haven't seen any of the horror reboots of 80s movies that they've done recently. I did. I saw Pet Cemetery. It was terrible. I didn't see Pet Cemetery. I didn't see... I saw the uh, Halloween that Rob Zombie did. And that was pretty good, but I didn't see any of the other Halloweens. Mm. Oh, did you not see the most recent one? No, I didn't see the most recent one. Dude. Is it really You need good? to see them. It's so good. Okay. Well, okay, we're here's, close to so Halloween, here's what, so I should watch it. Okay. Yes, indeed. Here's what you need to do. So you have to know this going into the movie. So <laughs> I have to? You, yes, because it won't make any sense otherwise. When did this come out? In 2020? Uh, 2018. 2018? I'm that out of the loop? All right. Yeah. Maybe you should be on the movie podcast more. Bro. <laughs> I know. I know what's going on. Um, but so you need to know that this is a direct sequel to the first movie. Okay. 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 And they're acting as if none of the other movies happened. Okay. So that <laughs> so that lore is all gone Good. and erased. It wasn't Halloween three terrible, if I remember correctly. It was terrible only because they called it Halloween. Right, because it had nothing to do with it, Mike Myers or anything. Exactly. Seasons of the Witch. Yeah, Seasons of the Witch. Yes. But it was only, like, if you t- remove it from the Halloween zeitgeist, it actually was not a bad movie. I kind of want to watch it again. It's, yeah, it. just keep in, in your mind that it's not Halloween. It's a new movie. And then you'll be like, you know what? It's not a bad movie. It's not great, but it's I'm not bad. Bored. And this is, okay, sick. <clears throat> this but, wasn't yeah. a Rob Zombie one, was it? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, okay. No. This movie is awesome. Because Jamie Lee Curtis is basically um, Sarah Connor in T2. Right, right. Just doing so pull-ups. Well, like, pull up, but like she but has like a whole abs. bunch of guns just laying around. She has oh, like she's a badass. Oh yeah, she's a total badass. I love that. Yeah. Give me badass movie, Jamie Lee Curtis. And the movie doesn't hesitate to make fun of itself at times. You yeah. know, good. There's you know the good tropes. Um, there's a so there's a new doctor who takes over for Dr. Loomis because uh-huh. you know he's now dead. But um, uh, when Michael Myers, you know, evidently obviously breaks out of the mental institution, uh-huh. Lori runs into this new doctor and she goes, like, Oh, so you're the new Loomis, like it makes fun of itself at that point, right? And I was like, Okay, you had to do that. That's cool. kind of cool, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. You need Dang, to watch it because the I'm new. Going to. Halloween movies are coming out soon. I feel like one. I kind of want to watch the original Halloween and then the 2018. You should. That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing that. this Halloween. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make yeah. that happen. And I'm yeah, going to watch Halloween 3. <laughs> seasons of the Witch. Yep, Seasons of the Witch. All right. Uh, last bit of movie news here. Super Mario movie starring Chris Pratt coming December of 2022. So this one had me so confused because at first I didn't realize it was an animated movie. I thought it was live action. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I first thought too. I was like, there's, I'm like, this is no way, no way. Either that or I was picturing like, what I first honestly pictured was like Chris Pratt and like you know how cats was like that terrible cg where it was like oh, taylor yeah. swift's face but on this weird cg cat body like that's what i pictured with like cg mario 
but like with the likeness of Chris Pratt, you know, in like a like in a weird, creepy cats like Uncanny Valley, inhuman yes. weird mashup thing, and I thought yes. that's gonna be terrible. Oh, dude, I I didn't even watch it, but I heard it was terrible. <laughs> What's funny is so I was looking through the cast list, and I'm like, the only Italian person they have is Sebastian Maniscalco. I don't know. Do you do you listen to stand up comedy? Uh, not a whole lot. Oh, okay. My wife does hilarious. Ton, What's his name? Sebastian Maniscalco. Okay, I think I'm familiar with this. Yeah, he does. He's so funny, dude. Is he? Uh, hang on, let me just see a picture of this like, guy. There's okay, no yeah, mistaking yeah, this yeah, dude's Italian. Yeah. We just saw. Yeah, <laughs> we ju- we just watched his stand up recently. My wife forced me to, but dude, it ended up being so really, really funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. He was really funny. But I'm oh, like, this is the only good. Italian they have in this movie. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it is like, weird, is, isn't it? Why? Yeah, why is Jack Black in here before Sebastian Maniscalco? So is Chris Pratt going to do an Italian accent? accent? Or are they going to, like, whitewash Mario and now suddenly Mario's not Italian? Well, here's so here's the thing. So since this is an animated and not a live-action movie... right. I guess it's not that big of a deal. It's not like they're going to put a spray tan on Chris Pratt and try to make right, believe right, he's right. Italian. Right. So they're not doing if that. If he's just doing an Italian character. <laughs> just an accent, yes. Right, like an I'm accent. He's a me, Mario. Mario. It is kind of weird that there already is a voice of Mario who's done there the is, voice right? of Mario for like his entire life. Who's yes. been doing Mario since the dawn of Mario. And now that there's a Mario movie, they're like... No, no. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt's clearly better qualified for this than, than you are, who's been doing the voice of Mario your entire life. You took the words out of my mouth, man. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I, it'd be kind of funny if they brought back John Leguizamo to do Luigi. <laughs> it would be so funny. <laughs> well, it's going to be better than that movie. Oh, I know. But just a little redemption because I like John Leguizamo. He's funny. Yeah, I'd like to see John Leguizamo just pop up. Uh, <laughs> all right, I believe that oh, was Seth Rogen, last Fred Armisen. Yeah, this, this, this could be funny. This could be funny. It could. It we'll could see. end up being pretty good. We'll see. Oh, and then the the actual last bit of movie news: something that literally just happened today, as of recording. Uh, Netflix's Tudum fan event. Yep, Tadam. So yeah, Tadam, fan event. Um, we were debating on how to say that word multiple times before <laughs> the podcast started. So, I think we got it. Um, but yeah, basically, it just showed us a bunch of new clips from stuff coming into you know Netflix in the coming you know months and stuff. We got Stranger Things season four, Ozark season four, uh, and Ozark for some season four. Yes, and then for some reason. Tiger King season two. Yeah, how are they gonna? <laughs> or Tiger King two, I should just say that. <sighs> what are they gonna do there? Isn't he in prison? I think he's still in prison, unless like they filmed him getting out, which I'm sure would have been nationwide news if he got out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look, know why. I don't know. I don't know what Tiger King two could possibly be. I don't know. If it was with, like with a different cast, a different just, tiger, like, just a different a, weird eccentric, yeah, and just a different one, I could understand like, it. But I don't un- sexual tiger guy, or just 
anyone if they just filmed anyone in Texas, apparently. Yeah. Well, here. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. They could try it with another tiger person. But really, what made Tiger King so instantly watchable was you needed to see more of that guy. It's like this guy's the craziest. Who is this guy? He is crazy. I instantly want to watch him more. You can't. They might be trying to capture lightning in a bottle twice here. Yeah. Didn't they do that for making a murderer? Like they had two seasons of that, too. Right. They, I didn't even watch the second season. I didn't watch the second season of it either. Mm-mm. Because he's still in jail. Like I was like, what else could they talk about? Yeah. he's. But he's I haven't watched it, so. Sandman, though, that's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Neil Gaiman's you, a genius. What do you think about Cowboy Bebop live uh, action? You know, I never really got into or hip to Cowboy Bebop. I was mm, okay. Cowboy Bebop adjacent. Like, I'm aware of it. I know it. Like, I know kind of the characters, and I, you know, I know mm-hmm. very little about it. Yeah. But it could be cool. I'll give it a chance. We'll, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Netflix, I from what I've heard, Netflix hasn't been adapting anything really well, like, as far as, uh, like, anime adaptations and things like this. So if they're turning a, a what is, is Cowboy Bebop a manga? Uh, it is. anime, and they're turning it into a live action? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, your track record is like, ah. Yeah, they also did that for Death Wish too, didn't they? Yeah, Death, like the or, movie Death Wish. Yeah, Death Wish, yeah. Death Note. Death Note, that's what I meant. Death yes. Note. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Eh. Um. Yeah, but yeah, it's just something cool that they kind of did. It was almost like a like a Disney Day thing where they have like yeah, a whole it was expo. Like a, a real fan event. But it was like all online. I just don't. Uh, yeah, they they tried to make it an event. Yeah, it was fun. I guess. Yeah. It was cool to see all the clips. Tiger King two. Yeah. Tiger it, King two. Witcher two is yeah. coming as well. I want to watch the Sandman trailer. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. wait, but I really want to watch that Sandman trailer. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't watch any of the stuff. No, I haven't. I didn't watch any of the trailers yet. You know, I watched until just so, the beginning of this podcast. I didn't know that that Netflix two oh, was right. a, was even an event. So. Ta-dum. Ta-dum. You have to say it like ta-dum in order to say it correctly. Ta-dum. Maybe that's what they meant. That's clever. <laughs> I think that's what they meant. Yeah. Yeah, because we were going like to-dum? ta like, too dumb? <laughs> are, they, are they saying we're too dumb to... <laughs> oh, my God. Ta-dum. But no, uh, I actually got excited for Army of Thieves. I don't. Did you watch Army of the Dead on Netflix? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Despite only... being a big fan... I did not watch Army of the Dead. No, that's fine. Um, it wasn't great. Um, but the only thing that made it worth watching was the German safe cracker. Okay. For in my opinion, he was like he was just funny, eccentric, and whatnot. Yeah. And there's a new movie called Army of Thieves, which he's like the main protagonist in. So they released the trailer for that as well, which that also looks really fun. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. for Army of Thieves. I'm not excited for Army of the Dead. Two, if they make it, I'm not excited for it at all. <laughs> no, Army of the Dead didn't leave that good a taste in your mouth. Listen, I mean, no offense to, you know, anyone who made the movie or you know, I'm not as I mean, you know, <laughs> but there you is don't have some... to look out for their feelings. They're just well, rich Hollywood here, people. Here's you know? I understand, but the thing that annoyed me about it was just the the obvious fakeness at some parts Mm -hmm. so my wife who's blind as a bat can barely point out any flaws within movies 
Sure. But like she was pointing out flaws left and right. Mm. She's like, this thing was made like shit. <laughs> right. Right. So there's a scene where like this head zombie is riding a, like a zombie horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and when he's riding it, you know, it's a CGI horse. I know it's fake. Whatever. It's fine. But when he, you know, gets up on a hill and starts like calling all the other zombies, like he's standing still. You can clearly say, see, it's a fake horse. Like, it's a statue of a horse, and he's just sitting on it. It's got no movement or anything. No movement it's just whatsoever. A statue. It's literally, like, a, just a decorated zombie horse statue. And, like, That's not incredible. even, like, the tail moved. Nothing. Not even Great. a flick of a tail. Look, keep that budget low. Keep that budget down. They won't even so notice. So just, like, little stuff like notice. that. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. So, that was movie news. Let's go on to main topic, which is, of course, Justice League Snyder Cut. Justice League. <sighs> what do you think? Well, let's Justice let's League. first let's first talk about the the brief history of this movie because sure. it's yeah. very unlike any other movie made. It, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this so, seems like the movie that had the most like hype reshoots studio meddling reshoots right. and hype and then it was like what and then joss whedon and it's like oh shit and then <laughs> by the end it's just like was this frankenstein right so i mean and so in 2016 when Zack snyder was originally making you know his movies justice league he suffered you know a very traumatic loss when Horrible. his daughter you know took her life and whatnot so obviously he couldn't finish the movie he wanted mm-hmm. to be with his family and within that interim wd wb was like well fuck you for grieving yeah here's josh whedon we have a movie to make <laughs> yeah and you know when i first watched the 2017 justice league i didn't think it was like that terrible the same samesies i didn't yeah. think it was that bad Right. I thought, whoa, that was because I was expecting. I had low expectations. Right. Very, very low. I was, I mm-hmm. was like, this can't be a good cohesive movie. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. So I went right. in real low. But then it came out going, okay. Like wasn't it was, so that bad. was acceptable. Yeah, wasn't so bad. Right. But, you Pretty know, good. It wasn't too bad. And you know, I also thought I knew all the scenes that Josh Whedon reshot. And what wasn't Josh Whedon shot. And mm-hmm. I, I had to say, after watching the Justice League movie, I was wrong on a couple things. Were you? I, mean, I, after see, the I didn't new even. One. Yeah. yeah. I noticed, I only noticed a very few things, mm-hmm. but I've only seen the Snyder cut twice now. It's a yeah. bit of a, it's, I mean, it's a long haul. It is a long, four it's hours. Long that's an haul. ask. It is an that's ask. That's an ask. Like, you need, to, you need to get some PTO. To watch that. <laughs> yeah, <movie>. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's crazy how long it is. But I mean, you know. Even just it, the entire tone of it is different mm-hmm. from Joss Whedon. Oh, 100%. Like, even when having I, his, like, handprint off of it is a, he, a remarkable difference. Right. Yes. Anyway. 100%. Remarkable yeah. difference. So, I was, I was noticing when I watched the 2017 theatrical. Uh, mm-hmm. edition like any scene that Josh Whedon uh, filmed mm-hmm. the characters were all like they were more like uh, like 
uh, like, uh, like, I don't know how to explain the words. You know what I mean? Right. They're like, like, we have to revive Superman. Ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha. Yes. Ha ha. Like, yeah. like, oh, we got to do it. Like, yeah. they're all, even Batman. Act like superheroes. Right. Batman. Where, yeah. Whereas anything, whereas like in the Snyder Cut, there's like, this is what we got to do. Yeah. We got to revive Superman. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, this very, yeah, exactly. Felt way more real. Yeah. I way felt more real. Way more real. Um, the one thing when I was watching the the rewatching the 2017 is how much the story changed, like from the what Snyder had envisioned mm-hmm. to what we got originally. Mm. Like, because mm-hmm. I I didn't know Darkseid was originally supposed to be in this movie. No, I, I wasn't no aware idea. of that. Nope. But you add, you know, another two hours and take out some ridiculously shot shit yeah. and, and you, you get a, a great movie then. Yeah, you have a great dark... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and I remember when the 2017 version, you know, <clears throat> when you learned that the main villain was going to be Steppenwolf, I was like, Steppenwolf? What? Versus the Justice League, <laughs> The Justice League League's first villain on screen is going to be Steppenwolf? Do enough people even know who Steppenwolf is for that <laughs> to be, like, a villain? I don't think so, personally. I mean, I don't... It's just so bizarre. I, I, it was bizarre. Um, but to be fair, Steppenwolf was still, was still the main villain in this Zack Snyder Yeah, fight. yeah. I mean, he was. He definitely was. But the tone of Steppenwolf changed. Mm-hmm. Because in the fur in the in the theatrical one, Steppenwolf is such a bitch. <laughs> because he, he, he just kept Flash. he just kept talking about like any any time he said the word mother, it's like he was about to cream in his pants. He was like, mother, oh mother, yes, mother. like like he just kept talking about mother. Yeah. The entire time. And we're like, okay, what the fuck are these boxes supposed to do, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, what are you going to use these boxes for? Right. Yeah. You know what annoyed me the most, though? Uh, when Whoa. I watched the... <laughs> besides Mother. Yeah. When I watched this 2017 theatrical, the opening scene with Batman, how he just kind of, like, instinctively knew what a fucking parademon was. Oh, right, right, Yeah. I was like, okay, thanks for, like, we're just supposed to <laughs> act like you know what this is. You're supposed to just accept that Batman's awesome. <laughs> That's it. Just go, of course Batman knew what a parademon was, because Batman's the world's greatest detective. He's just like, they smell fear. Yeah. And then <laughs> they And here's come how out. I can trap it. And, right. And, yeah. <laughs> you know what else is funny? Like, that guy was, like, robbing, like, a I don't know if that, a place of business or something. And he yeah. just let him go. Yeah, that was weird. He just let him go because he's just like, oh, parademons are more important than whatever <laughs> shit you're peddling. Turns out he was right, though. I mean, I guess. Still. It was just annoying how much stuff was changed. I mean, don't even get me started with the CGI mustache and oh my God. that shit. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That was ridiculous. And I remember hearing that it was bad and seeing pictures that it was bad and watching other YouTubers talking about how bad it was. And then you see it in real life and you're still surprised and you go, wow. That is bad. Yeah. 100% bad. <laughs> so bad. 100% bad. One thing I had, so with with Zack Snyder's Justice League, I know we're kind of just ripping on the theatrical one right now. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, with Zack Snyder's, I mean, the tone of the movie 
was amazing mm-hmm. in Zack Snyder's. I felt like a lot of the theatrical stuff was a little bit like jokey and not very serious. It tried to be more lighthearted. Yes. But I, that's not what DC. I don't. I feel like DC doesn't do that well. I feel like DC does dark stuff well. Yeah, DC does. Zack Snyder gets it. Like Zack Snyder yeah. gets the tone of how it's kind of supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different tone than than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And right. Sh- it shouldn't be. It shouldn't try to be. That's what Joss Whedon tried to do. Obviously, he tried to mimic it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he knows, and that's fine. But you can't well, just anymore. tell superheroes to act like superheroes because then they go, huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I, let's go. I mean, let's go. Yeah. But I mean, even. What do you mean? But okay. Okay. Well, take it, Cyborg for example. Like almost every scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League, he he talks like this. He's very serious. He's very yeah. grounded. Sorry. You know. And then there's a scene that he shot with uh, uh, Wonder Woman that Whedon shot, and he's like, "What you talking about, Diana?" Mm-hmm. Like literally, like he's very animated, right? Yeah, and like he, like Whedon just made every character more animated. Yes, and it was annoying as shit. It was annoying, but it also, but I mean, when it came out, I didn't think it was that bad. As exactly. We discussed. Yes, but even after watching the Snyder cut, it's a little more bad. It's still not yeah. that bad. But it's it got still, more bad. It got yeah. a little bit more bad. Because yeah, hundred percent, it got way bad. <laughs> <laughs> it got For, more bad. It got way more bad. I don't even. It, <laughs> I didn't think it could get more bad, honestly. Yeah, but it did. But but knowing just how much stuff we missed out on, you know, mm-hmm. Dark Side, and you know the history of you know the anti you know the anti life equation. Um. Oh my God! Do I seriously have to extend this call? Maybe. I do have to extend this call. Okay. Oh my God! I have to pay. Google Workspace. Google's seven dollars ninety nine cents. These motherfuckers. They're just relentless. I know. They don't fucking. It's unbelievable. Eight two. What the fuck am I reading out stuff? Yeah. Don't run. Don't read that out. <laughs> I only said two that. numbers. Yeah. No yeah. one can get anything no from get two that. numbers. That's okay. I used to, to here. I'll tell you a story. I used to listen to the Pendulette uh, radio show he used to do on CBS Radio, mm-hmm. and one time on the air, he uh, his co-host was gone, and so he had a, a one of his buddies like as his co-host, kind of sitting in on the air. And mm-hmm. uh, he was trying to get into the laptop so they could research stuff, and he didn't know the passwords. And so on the air, like broadcasted out over the air, pre-podcast, like FM radio, uh, Penn just gave the password out to everything, like to everything. He's like, oh, uh, the password is Dawkins for everything. We <laughs> use Dawkins for everything. Just use Dawkins and log in on everything. Our Gmail, everything. And they realized what they had just done and just said the password to everything out on the air. And so <laughs> before anything really bad could happen, I guess some fan who is listening live logged into all the things and changed the passwords, right? And then Whoa. emailed the show and was like, hey, I just logged in and changed all your passwords to this because Penn just announced it live on the air. Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, what? It was amazing. It was one of the funniest things because Penn didn't even think twice. He's like, oh, yeah, the password's Dawkins. Just use that for everything. 
Oh man, Penn Jillette. I haven't yeah. heard from. I haven't heard even talked about them for a while. I still I still follow Penn Jillette. He's one of my like tried and true lifetime from childhood to adult heroes, and I still really? listen to his podcast. Yeah, he's still great. Still great. Cool. That's cool. All right, so we got that uh, anyway, Google Voice call paid? thing. Okay. Yeah. I actually have a. They gave me a fourteen day trial, but they still needed my info for some reason. Yeah. So I just got to cancel after this call. Yeah. <laughs> so goddamn dumb. Anyway, moving on. So, um, so I know it sounds like we're kind of like praising the Zack Snyder Justice League as this, um, you know, amazing thing that no one can touch and. That's actually very far from true. There's a lot of things that I found weird about the Justice League Snyder cut. Like, uh, how about the fucking random Icelandic quartet of women just singing when Aquaman goes in the water? What was that? That was really bizarre. (laughs) That was was really bizarre. And way too long, too. It was like a full minute. Yeah, some of the... Yeah, see, that's one of the things... I feel a lot of this could be trimmed down just a little, just a little bit. Like I like, I really like and genuinely enjoy those Zack Snyder, like long, slow cuts where you can really experience it. And he uses it like in a pretty impactful way. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you, you kind of just want to cut him off. You want to go stop that. It's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. It does not need to stop. (laughs) <laughs> Just, and those okay. yeah that weird serenade into the ocean was one of those please stop moments <laughs> yeah man oh man so good so one thing you know uh i always i gotta stop saying one thing i one have thing. a lot more things um so but one thing <laughs> the thing in justice league in terms of the entire plot, the 2017 Justice League, Mm -hmm. it was like no one explained, A, how anyone has all the information they have. So I already mentioned Batman (laughs) just instinctually knew what a fucking parademon was. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman comes around later and just gives the entire fucking history of what happened the first time they faced Steppenwolf. Yep. And it's just like, okay, again, how does she know this fucking information? (laughs) Yeah. That or, yeah, it's all very convenient, and you know, yeah. But that's the thing that Zack Snyder fixed when, you know, they shot the arrow into the, uh, what is what is that Greek st- building yeah, called? Yeah, the, the, uh, the... Is that the Parthenon? Parthenon? Pantheon? Parthenon, Parthenon sounds correct. Parthenon sounds more correct than Pantheon. That, I mean, it might be Pantheon. I mean, whatever. The Greek building. I'm the just Greek... Gonna, Historically so, accurate, the Greek building. The Greek building. That one Greek building. You know, where they shot the flaming arrow. Yeah. Like, Di- Diana goes there, and yes. the history is there. This yeah. is how she learns that info. And I'm like, yeah. got it. Cool. Yeah. And you can experience it, right? You can experience mm-hmm. that part of the story. So, you know, it's yes. not just told to you in a, in a quick two-minute catch-up. Mm-hmm. And I would and see in some trimming, I would have watched a two part Justice League if they did the Zack Snyder cut. Yep. I would have easily done that. That's the same way I felt about Batman v Superman. I felt this should have been like two Two movies. parts, yeah. Same thing. Two parts. Mm-hmm. I would have watched two parts. Because you know the first part of the Zack Snyder cut would have absolutely 
wanted you to watch the second part. It would have been, yes. you would have been undeniable. Mm-hmm. So I totally would have done that. To be so, to be fair to Warner Bros. To be fair, in some aspect, they are a company. They're here to make money. Mm-hmm. When I get it. They, they have a director that is obviously not making a movie. You know, they yeah. want to, they want to put the movie out. Yep. I, I think it's it. shitty to do it for that reason. Yeah. You know? But I mean, they were giving him. I mean. Zack Snyder has talked long and hard about the bad experiences he's had, but they were giving him shit long before that, too. Yeah, 100%. Because, he, again, he's making this four-hour-long spectacle, and they want a two-hour movie. Yeah, they want a two-hour blockbuster. Mm-hmm. They don't want Zack Snyder's artistic vision for a Dis- or for a you know a DC cinematic universe. <laughs> right. Even though but again, the, ultimately, that's what they should have wanted. I know. I mean, long-term... Disney was mm-hmm. really smart with the MCU, and they built it over years and years. Oh, yeah. Like, it, I think Disney's fucked itself now because I don't know how they're gonna top Endgame in any form. Uh, it's see, here's the thing: it's gonna happen. You think so? It's gonna it's gonna happen. be as impactful, bro. I don't it's, think it's gonna be as impactful as Endgame. You can't you can't get as impactful as Robert Downey Jr. sacrificing himself as yeah. Iron Man. The first, yeah. I mean, and he was the first MCU movie mm-hmm. officially. Yeah, I mean, that was huge. That was impactful. Mm-hmm. Well, that was impactful. I think... I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think they could they could do it, though, because I think the next phase, getting way off track, the next That's phase okay. of the I MCU, I think, is going to be bananas big. Like, m- many, many, many more characters, you know many 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 more movies and series and i think they could theoretically if they're smart you know because if you watch what if it's a lot of the original uh you know voice actors so if disney's smart they'll get these actors long term so that at some point three or four years from now we could have some sort of monumental like all of these MCU characters on the screen just blowing people's minds. Like, I wouldn't put it past Disney to think that far ahead to have another big monumental, like, impactful moment like that. Right. Because Endgame was insane. Endgame impressed everybody. It was just oh, such a huge movie. And, God, it was so even though, good and satisfying. Even though I did like Infinity War more. I don't know why. Did you like Infinity like, War more? As a movie more, I liked it. I could see. I don't I mean, know. I, liked I don't know Infinity why. War okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure why. I know, like Endgame is like the end all be all, but I think I just. I don't know. It was just spoke to me more. Yeah. Look, it's all personal. I like them. <laughs> I honestly like them together. I think they work better oh, yeah. together. It's in awesome. Fact, this, in fact, this hat that I'm wearing is actually Captain America's nomad armor. Mm. Oh yeah, Infinity yeah. War. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Um, what else I got here? Yeah, yeah. Everything. So you know, everything that we've said so far is basically praising Zack Snyder's Justice League. We kind of mentioned good. a couple things that were not so cool. Um, but uh, the so the darker tone overall. Do you think it fits in every scene? Or do you think there's some stuff, some tones from Whedon's that could have been used? Uh, honestly, 
I don't know. No, I like no. I like the tone that Zack Snyder created, and I think it works for the whole gambit of it. The only thing I did like from the Whedon uh, version was uh, when Aquaman was walking out to sea, mm-hmm. and he's like drinking. Uh huh. Yeah. The song he was walking out to in the oh, yeah, theatrical yeah. cut. Yeah. I kind of thought was a little bit more fun. Yeah. A little bit. I That's felt pretty cool. I thought that was a little bit more than what it was. It was depressing. Yeah. In the <laughs> Snyder cut. Yeah, it was kind of depressing, but that I mean, it, it had that whole tone throughout the whole thing a, a little bit. It did. It did. But that's why I was wondering if there's anything from the Snyder from the Whedon cut that you would transfer to the Snyder cut. No, I mean, not that I can think of. I honestly like everything in the Snyder Cut a little bit yeah. better than the Whedon Cut. And what's funny is I I didn't care about the hashtag release the Snyder Cut movement. Me like, neither. It started happening, and I was like, who cares? <laughs> it's Justice <laughs> League. Did you watch that pile of crap? It wasn't that bad. But did you watch that? Like, I don't care. I don't want to see another... Justice League. I don't want to see Zack Snyder's version. I don't care anymore. I was I had like well, kind that, of written it yeah. off. Mm-hmm. But I I'm agree. glad those that stuck with it stuck with it, and I'm glad that the WB like actually, you know, whatever cave in, caved in, gave in to to the demand, and actually did the damn thing. Well, that's also what makes this movie so unique in that regard, is because it was a movie born from a social media movement. Right. Yeah. Completely. Like, no one can like you. You'll never see a campaign for I don't even know like a director's cut of uh, Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just won't. No, you won't. You won't at all. And it's funny that you even mentioned Rise of Skywalker because it's like re- you know hashtag release the Snyder cut and because the fans wanted to see. Zack Snyder's vision for mm-hmm. the Justice League, right? And and then mm-hmm. you and then you look on the other side of the football field and you see the rise of Skywalker, which in my opinion is what happens to a movie when all you do is listen to the fans. Yeah. And don't have a good vision for your story and don't have one director for your whole vision. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fucking mess. Oh, Sorry about the language. Mess. No, dude, 100%. Who cares? Fuck off. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. And I would have liked to seen one director have a vision for the last three movies. And I don't know why yeah. Disney did it the way they did it. And it upsets me to no end. Well, do you actually know the story behind uh, Rise of the Skywalker? Like, uh, So there is actually three cuts of the movie. Is there three there, cuts of this? There's a Bob Iger cut. Okay. There, uh, CEO of Disney. Um, and then there's the J.J. Uh, Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy cut, mm-hmm. which is the version we got. And okay. then there's the George Lucas cut. And this is confirmed. There is a George Lucas cut that tested higher with test audiences. The George Lucas cut. Yes. The George, you I'm can. I'm fascinated you, by this. Yes. Wait, did he? He up. didn't cut it. He had somebody cut it. No, he cut it, and he filmed new scenes. Really? Mm-hmm. He filmed scenes with Ghost Anakin, apparently. Oh, see, that would have been smart. Yeah. J.J. Abrams could have done that instead of bringing back Han uh, Solo for some reason in a vision that didn't make any sense. Yeah. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, dude. And uh, so apparently the George Lucas cut tested highest. The Bob Iger <laughs> cut tested, you know, below that. And then the Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams cut tested the worst. And yeah, that's the one and we that's got. that's the one that we got. Ugh. It's inf- crazy, right? It's infuriating. It's infuriating. Well, th- okay. This makes me... Uh, <coughs> we're going to go a little bit off track because I love Star Wars. But me too. Did you know about the script that Colin Trevorrow wrote? Yes. Yes. So did you hear about that one? So I read a bunch of it, and then uh, I read. I watched... There's this one YouTuber I like, Jenny Nicholson. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's by far and away my favorite Disney, Star Wars, like, YouTuber person. And she sat for three hours and read it. Uh-huh. Like, pre-recorded. She just saw, sat and read it. And so I watched her video of basically, like, the whole script being read. And it sounded so dope. It sounded pretty fucking... It sounded way better than what we got. Oh, yeah. 100%. World's better. 100%. World's better. Man, now I'm just sad. And see, and that, so that's what you get. You get the J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, just mm-hmm. cluster, uh, just mess. It, that whole movie felt like a video game cutscene to me. I was like, "What's the story? Like, what are they doing? What? Is it, what is happening?" Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Oh my gosh. But yeah, all right. Back to Snyder Cut. You know, we haven't mentioned Snyder the Flash cuts. or Cyborg really at all. And they had much better, oh, much yeah. better screen time, much better story arcs. Mm-hmm. I loved the Flash in the Snyder Cut. Yes. Loved him. Yes. He was so much better, you know. What, and I don't know why we didn't ch- like. I understand like we didn't had to cut out a lot of things to right. make his version work, but the fact that he made Flash such a bitch <laughs> is so such annoying. A, yeah, because in the Snyder Cut, he's opposite. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's awesome, amazing. and he's got some. There's a few scenes that are really tense, like when he's really, uh, you know, building up speed. That one, you know, and he's circling, mm-hmm. and like there's building tension there. It's like this big impactful moment. And then that just yeah. gets flushed down the toilet by Joss Whedon. Yeah, dude, him breaking, he, him going through the speed force, turning back yeah, time. Yeah, turning back time. It's crazy. So good. So good. So good, man. So good. Oh, man. And and obviously Cyborg, you know, in, in I think in the, in the theatrical cut, you know, Cyborg was toned down, but you kind of got a sense of who, you know, they, if, if any character... Uh, you got a, you got the sense of who they were in the theatrical version. It was yeah. Cyborg. I can, Cyborg was the one character that I just wish they had more of in the theatrical version. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. Cyborg's cool. I wish we got way more of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? But I mean, his his story in in the Snyder Cut was absolutely amazing. Yeah, awesome. Him like them showing how he interacts with machines and him going into you know, people's bank accounts and just gives them thousands of dollars. And I was just like, whoa, this is cool. Like yeah. that's showing how he interacts with the uh, internet and yeah. so on and so forth. It was really cool. Was <clears throat> yeah, that yeah. was awesome. I love Cyborg in the center cut. Oh yeah. Loved he was it. amazing. Yeah. Maybe I thought the Wonder Woman stuff was a little excessive. I felt like I like Wonder Woman. I don't know. Wonder Woman stuff excessive. What do you mean? I felt like it was a lot of Wonder Woman stuff. So much Wonder Woman stuff. When she has that side adventure where she uh, exploding thing out of the roof of the thing, and she has like a whole oh, other see, I side quest thing. I thought that was thing. so badass. Yeah, I mean it's pretty cool. 
Oh, you're you're just you're just saying that it was like a little bit too much. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, it was like that if there was a one thing where I was like. Do you maybe think that because Steppenwolf attacked the Amazons and you're just in also including the Amazons? No, in terms uh, of, maybe. I don't know. Because I didn't think she had, like, I didn't think Gal Gadot herself had too much screen time. Too much? I don't know. Maybe not too much screen time. I don't know. That was just my my feelings. You can have those feelings. Look, they just have them. You're allowed. I know. I mean, I can be wrong, but I can still Speak have them. your truth, Nick. <laughs> Speak your truth. I did. I got, there was too much fucking Wonder Woman in the Snyder Cut Justice League. No, yeah. No. Who's going to complain about too much Wonder Woman? I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, that's true. What did you think about Superman? Gr- great. Really good. Much yeah. better. Really much better overall. Yes, really 100%. so much better overall. Um, the, the black suit's cool. Oh, yeah. Black suit cape's cool. It's yeah. Just, so cool that's it you know he was actually wearing the red suit and they just like color corrected it yeah 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 so he wasn't like yeah literally wearing a black suit but yeah that's rad as hell why was batman why is batman always the bait Uh, you know he always like makes himself the bait. bait he's just the easy bait i don't know what it is it's because nobody expects nobody expects the batman so you're like oh look he's he's an easy target follow me yeah it's like, dude, him. you're the most easily killable. How about we make someone else the target? Yeah. Maybe he's really just good at getting away. He does always just disappear, you know. That is true. Maybe he'll do that thing where mid-conversation with Steppenwolf, <laughs> Steppenwolf will turn around. Batman's just gone. But I just, I feel like every time he's like, they're just like, I'll get them to follow me. And it's just like, Batman, you're the one who could die. Yeah, easiest. you're literally the most fragile. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you... Uh, I don't know. Did it did it seem strange to you? Okay, I know we're jumping from topic to topic, but no, that's cool. Um, did it seem strange to you that Darkseid did not know the that the anti life equation was on Earth? Didn't he fight a battle on Earth? Yeah, he did. And it was there, and he knew it was there at the time, didn't he? Or did he not know? Maybe I'm getting that confused. I got the impression that he didn't know at the time. Of the battle, but the, of, the, the of that yeah of that battle, I got the impression that he didn't know at that time of the first battle. But it's okay. kind of convenient that it ended up being on Earth, right? Okay. <laughs> so he could yeah. come back to Earth, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's that like, you know, finally I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah, I guess. There, you know, <sighs> Zack Snyder is is a great director, but. <sighs> Why does he have to make everything so long? Yeah. That's the only There's some long ones. There's some long shots. I thought the Superman uh, shouting scene, watching his voice echo across at at the the opener was really, that was cool as hell. Well, yeah, it also made sense by, you know, why Steppenwolf now returned and why the mother boxes woke up. Because Superman's dead. Earth doesn't have a protector. Because, yeah. In the, in the theatrical edition, like they just woke up. It's like, why did I wake up? Uh. <laughs> yeah, it just did. Because mother. Because mother. Mother. Because mother. mother. Did you also notice that Steppenwolf in the in the theatrical edition, like he he he, he was looked basically cooler. In the Snyder cut, he did. Yeah, in the Snyder cut, yeah, he yeah. looks cooler. Yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> I didn't mean no. to praise the theatrical one. If that's what you know, you're that's like, what you what? did. <laughs> you were about to say something nice, but, you know. <laughs> no, but the the theatrical cut, like, uh, who's the queen of Themyscira? Di- Diana's mom. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know who I'm talking remember. about. Yeah. But in the theatrical cut, he, it was like implied that he was gonna like, ma- uh, like marry her. Steppenwolf did. Interesting. Yeah, he like called her like bride or something. Oh. And I was like, that was just random, and it was never mentioned again. Yeah, that's a weird thing. <laughs> I don't think in is there ever a point in the comic books where Steppenwolf was Steppenwolf was swooned by an Amazonian? Like, is there a I weird secret history there? Not that yeah, I know Google. of. <laughs> Did Steppenwolf ever fall in love with an Amazonian from Themyscira? Uh, mine is a lot more simple. Steppenwolf bang Amazons. <laughs> <laughs> Bang Amazons? Question mark? Yeah, I don't know. They, I don't know that they have a history there. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Uh, Steppenwolf. I have no idea. I yeah. I don't know. It was just something that, that is I, a weird I, thing. I saw when I when I was watching it. I was like, "What is going on here?" See, I really should have rewatched them. I thought I have a pretty good handle on this. I should have rewatched oh. at least the at least the theatrical one. Yeah, I mean it. It definitely opened up a lot of the the dumb stuff, like the ridiculous Russian family that was included for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Yep. Except you know what? Why it was there? It was someone for Flash to save. Right. Because Flash in, didn't in that have one, anything he was to a do. Bitch. <laughs> he was a bitch. Have he Flash go bitch. save the useless Russian family. Yes. Because okay, he couldn't think of anything uh, important to do with Flash. Even though it's the Flash, and he can do a ton of cool stuff. I know. Underutilized. That scene. That scene when uh, he was applying at the pet store. Oh yeah. The the truck crash was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. That's how you use the Flash. Yeah. Not. Uh, I just push people and run away. <laughs> And then Batman's like, save one person. Yeah. Goes, what? What? Save one person. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, if I run fast enough, I could like literally change time, <laughs> right? <laughs> save that family first. <laughs> what? So, yeah. I mean, overall, I personally think this movie was great. I bought it on. Real you know, great. I bought it on Steelbook 4K because that's what I've been doing during the pandemic is just collecting Steelbook movies. Yeah, look. I was very upset by the, the art on it, though. I felt it was very lazy. Yeah. That's half, the reason I, that's half the reason I get Steelbooks is because they're cool to look at. But it was just like all their hands in the air. It's like, that's cool. <laughs> oh, oh, neat. <laughs> did, now, did you watch the... Uh... The black and white Snyder cut. I did not no, because I, I felt either. it it wouldn't add anything. I kind of want to still. Maybe like, I don't even think the Blu-ray comes with a version of that. But I don't. Here's the thing. So when they when the movie Logan came out, they came uh-huh. out with a black and white. They call it the noir version. 
Oh, I didn't see that. But that could be oh, cool. I would like the it noir was version awesome. of Logan. It was awesome because, you know, they shot the thing like almost like a Western. Yeah, yeah. It's real dirty and visceral uh-huh. movie. I really like it. It is so, it is awesome in black and white. I just, I don't think I'm going to get that same feeling watching the Justice League in black and white. Yeah. I just, I don't see a need for it. What did you think of the aspect ratio? Like the letterbox? Uh, I, you know, I thought it would weird me out, but it totally didn't. And I thought it totally yeah, worked same. good. And I think it worked well because that's kind of the way he shot it to be mm-hmm. more vertical of like an IMAX uh, aspect ratio. Yeah, I agree. So I, like I it. think he shot it really well to cater to that. Mm-hmm. I thought it would weird me out. Going in, I thought it was I thought it would be weird. weird. Didn't. Didn't. No, it didn't at all. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like when my whole screen is used, but. Yeah, sure. Sure. I guess it, it wasn't. It, I thought I'd be more weirded out by it than I was. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just my generation because I still remember owning a TV that was letterbox and not right. widescreen. I and that's what like I when I rewatch The Simpsons on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they do the zoom thing on all the oh, old seasons. Oh, it's terrible. And it cuts terrible. off some of the jokes. Yeah. It upsets it me. Off, I'm like yeah. just put it in the Zack Snyder, you know, add add the bars <laughs> yeah. on the side. Let me watch mm-hmm. the episode like it originally aired. Yes. Yeah. 100% yes. Ah. Good, yeah. good thing we agree on that. I'm glad you brought up The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like a big qualm when people started watching it on Disney Plus. Yeah, I in fa- I protested for so long because Disney Plus kept saying, "Oh, we'll fix it." They said, "We're gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fix it." And here we are. It started 2021. They hadn't fixed it yet. I was like, "Fine," and I just started watching it anyway. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's like I give up. I'm mean, gonna watch The Simpsons. Fine, I'll just watch it. <laughs> I'll just watch it. But it is weird. <laughs> Those first, those early seasons are weird because they weren't in 16 by 9. No, no. They were not. Not at all. But yeah, it, it is weird to watch a movie like that again, mm-hmm. though. When, um, so how do you feel about the extra scenes that, like, with uh, yeah. Joker? Yeah, I kind of liked it. Did you think it really needed to be there, though? No. No, but it was still I kind of cool. felt like that. Yeah. No, but it was still cool <laughs> and I thought that Ben Aff- Ben Affleck looked too skinny in the in the suit. Really? Yeah. Because when he was Batfleck, he was kind of, you know, he was doing battle ropes and stuff. Oh yeah, he was roided up. He sure. was all jacked up and, you know. Then in the reshoots, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's a little bit skinnier Batman in the same suit. And it looked, he just looks like a, you know, like a kid that's wearing his dad's suit that's too big. Yeah. Kind of took away from the little bit of the Batman ness. Yeah. But it was still cool. It was still yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, dude. I, I thought it was cool. I mean, the, he definitely, I think he, he filmed that to be like, come on, guys, campaign more. Yeah. Like, we, I want to get more. Here's the thing I would, except. I do not like Jared Leto as the Joker. Just don't. <laughs> no, Sorry. Me neither. I really like Batfleck and I wish he stuck with it. There I think I read an article. I didn't put it in here, but I did read an article recently where it was like Jared Leto would uh remain Joker if Batfleck or if Affleck said yes to Batman again. So like I basically would, I would completely accept a Batfleck DC Cinematic Universe Batman. Like, absolutely. 
Yeah. What do you uh, have you seen the trailer for the Batman with Robert Pattinson? Yeah, I love that. Looks pretty cool too. It does look pretty cool. That looks real dark. It does. That looks like a horror movie. <laughs> Paul Dano as Riddler sounds like the most perfect choice. Yeah, very perfect. That movie is supposed to have come out already, wasn't it? The Batman. Mm, it got really pushed so. back. The only movie I know got pushed back a lot was Black Widow. There and all of like with, Sony. There was something with COVID too. and the Batman. Like they had to pause. Uh, oh, they had to pause production because production. Pattinson got COVID. Oh, Pattinson got COVID. So they had to pause production for like two weeks. When does that the Batman finally come out? Uh, this year, I think. Okay, give it to me. Oh no no no, twenty twenty two. March fourth, twenty twenty two. Okay. Oh, that's not a terrible wait. No. I'm excited about that movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful for Pattison, for Battison, as they're Battison. calling him. <laughs> Battinson? Battinson. I'm excited for Battinson. <laughs> That's actually not a bad name. It's pretty cool. I've seen I that on a few different places. I was like, oh, Battinson. Damn, damn, that's good. The oh, Batman. Man. I totally forgot what we were talking about. Uh, the end bits okay. with I'm Joker okay with and the Batman. Oh, yeah, Joker, Joker, Joker. Yeah, Joker. See, I don't like Jared Leto as the Joker. If I don't Jared either. Leto, yeah, here's what I want. If Jared Leto says, I'll do the Joker if Ben Affleck does Batman, I want Ben Affleck to say, well, I'll do Batman if Jared Leto does a better Joker. <laughs> That's what Ben Affleck should say. <laughs> and stop mailing shit to his coworkers. Yeah, and stop mailing dead uh, ravens or whatever to your coworkers. <laughs> you weirdo. It's acting. Yeah, it. it's yeah. He's fucking weird. <laughs> All actors are. All actors are. But weird. I feel like there's some there's some actors who are just like normal, mm-hmm. like somewhat. Yeah, like I like to think that Keanu Reeves is pretty normal. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. But outside I, of all that, you know, John Wick stuff. Yeah, actors are just weird people. Yeah, that's true. They just are. Just are. I mean, look at what a weird guy Joaquin Phoenix is. He just became a weird guy. That he's is like true. A weird, like he's like a Nostradamus. He just speaks in prophecies now. He's just weird. But his Joker was his Joker fantastic. was yeah. His Joker was stellar. Stellar. Yes. I was about that's to say, if you did not see that movie, that's a that's depressing a movie. That's a movie that depresses me. When I'm done with it, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I can see that. But it's real good. Deliverance is that movie for me. Yeah, yeah. But Deliverance is amazing. Like, that's a legendary movie. Mm -hmm. I have yet to share it with my wife. Mm. Like, I just don't know if she'll... (laughs) It's Deliverance. It's classic. You have to watch Deliverance. There's there's a lot of movies like that, though. Like, American History X. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I won't show that to her Mm. at all. I couldn't... Yeah, I couldn't keep that from my wife. (laughs) Not a chance. Well, I mean, it's not. I'm not keeping it from her. Right. It's just, I know my wife will not appreciate it. Yeah. Like yeah. But, uh, but yeah. <coughs> all in all, Justice League, Zack Snyder. I'm I'm glad he was able to put it out. Yes. I'm, I know, love I'm it. Glad. I'm glad he got to do his little honor to his daughter at the end. It says for Autumn. Yes. You know, which was. <sighs> that and whatnot, but I mean, this movie. Oh, sorry. Bless you. I'm Bless sneezing. you very much. Yeah, thank you. 
but yeah, I definitely want him if if they do restore the Snyderverse, which is the new hashtag. That's I, well, I'm on board for the Snyderverse. Yes, restore the Snyderverse. It, if it goes well, I'll obviously 100% will watch it, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was WB's way of saying, here you go now, fuck off. Yeah, now shut up. <laughs> yeah. Now, he's not involved with this Flash movie at all, is he, Zack Snyder? No. Okay. I don't. Maybe as a producer. Okay. okay. But, I mean, it's Andy Muschietti directing it who directed the It movies. Oh, those were pretty good. He even yeah. killed the second one pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was curious how the Deadlights thing was going to translate, but he did it real well. The. So, uh, fucking hey, these tangents. I love them, but yeah, there's a lot of them this episode. But uh, when we were watching um, it too for the first time, me and my wife laughed really hard at the end <laughs> because, okay, have you seen the movie Moana? Uh, I saw Moana once, yes. Okay. So, you remember the crab? Uh, yes. The yes. My wife said, it looks like. Uh, Tomatoa the crab right now when he turned into the spider. Yeah. And that's all I saw the entire movie. Like the song was playing in my head. Yeah, I could see that ruining it straight up. Yeah. Also, there, the, there, was a, there was a quote from Jessica Chastain. They're all yelling like, turn light in the dark, and hers sounded the corniest. <laughs> turn light in the dark. And I was like, oh my god. Oh god. But yeah, I mean, in terms of if you're comparing it to the original second part, which was a made-for-TV movie, yeah, um, yeah, it was fantastic. I like I like the second end movie as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is Me the too. conclusion of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let us go to go our listener mail. Give me a second. Just got to get it open. Yeah, do That's it. My fault. Hey, you have to edit this. I don't. <laughs> I don't really edit, so that's cool. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, this one is from Justin. It's actually talking about Justice League. He said the original cut for Justice League was over three hours and forty-five minutes long without the bonus scene they just recently did. Huh? I didn't even know that, Justin. Huh. What scenes would you have cut to fit the WB runtime of two and a half, three hours? Or do you believe the movie would have done well with it being almost four hours without Whedon coming in? Ooh. If they did it two parts? So if they did it in two parts, I think they they would have had better luck. Yes. Uh, but if they released the whole four hours in theaters, that would have, no. No, no. That would have been bad. It would have been real bad. Yeah. It would have been real I, bad. Well, that's what, a lot of people like that's what Quentin Tarantino there. wanted to do with Kill Bill was release Kill Bill as one four hour movie. Yeah, that's true. And I was thinking the same thing. I was like, thank God he did it in two parts because I wouldn't have gone and seen a four hour Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. Oh, my <laughs> God. No. Two parts. Two parts. That would have been way too much Quentin Tarantino. Too I much love Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah, that's just too much witty dialogue. It's like, good God. <laughs> But yeah, I don't believe it would have uh, done well in theaters. Um, what scenes would I have cut? I would have cut the Wonder Woman stuff, I'm telling you. <laughs> I would have cut the Icelandic quartet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, completely. Like, not just short, I would just cut it completely. It was weird. 
Yeah, the um, ice. Yeah, the quartet. I mean, but that was that's the only thing I can call them. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's only like a minute long. Yeah, I don't know what that doesn't come. help. Yeah, that doesn't help. The Wonder Woman stuff doesn't really help either. You'd have to just speed up some of his slow mo stuff, or just cut it. Like you could, you could probably cut an hour off that movie just getting rid of some of the slow mo stuff. <laughs> that is true, right? There's a lot of still slow-mo. have some of the slow mo stuff, just just less. Like the scene of Wonder Woman jumping out of the dome. Right, right. Like that part, yeah. you could have cut out the yeah. slow mo on that. <clears> but sure. yeah, but like you need to leave it when Flash is, you know, touching with his fingertip the mother box as it enters the regeneration chamber like that whole huge moment you have to leave that slow oh yeah and keep 100%. it just slow and 100%. impactful you know what i didn't mention uh beforehand and for some reason this slow-mo talk just brought it back up nope that uh the steppenwolf uh murder scene which that's what it was it was a murder scene <laughs> wait what was amazing in the new Snyder cut mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. because he fought Aquaman Superman and Wonder Woman yeah and they just straight up decapitated him yeah just straight up murdered him <laughs> yeah no justice just death that's it so you can't cut anything off that you can't. that was all fantastic yeah that was all real fantastic Superman coming back was that could have been cut down a little bit yeah that could have been trimmed that could have been trimmed that could have been true. That's that, yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, to get it down to two and a half, three hours, I Jesus. think that would be nearly impossible. I think it would be nearly Damn in, near without, impossible. Which is giving me a little bit of empathy for Josh Whedon because, I mean, you almost have to change the entire story because everything in the Snyder cut is necessary for Absolutely. the most part. Yeah, I think it's necessary. So I, I it would be hard, Justin, to cut down, um, to cut that, cut the movie down. Yeah, which is, is, I mean, which is probably why the theatrical version is so terrible. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Justin asks, "What are your pros and cons of the Whedon cut as well?" Um, pros and cons. It's too many cons. There, there's a lot of cons with the Whedon cut. Um, but um, but it's not terrible. There's some cool that's Batman thing. stuff. There's some cool stuff in that movie still. Yes, that's that, the thing. That cool stuff is in the Snyder cut as well. That's it, right? <laughs> but it has right, but it has some of that same cool stuff. That's the thing. The Snyder cut makes the theatrical version a lot more lame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. there's a lot as more. As we cons. talked about more, yeah. more worse, more bad. Exactly. The only pros um, is like the Aquaman walkout scene. I thought was better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the 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 joke about uh, I heard you can talk this is something to fish. the the what I heard you can talk to fish. Oh no 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 that was terrible. <laughs> but the whole skit about Aquaman sitting on Wonder Woman's lasso. Oh yeah saying, like, yeah. Oh we're all gonna die. Yeah yeah. Like I thought that was really that funny. was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I will say that was pretty funny. If there was a way, if I mean, if if Snyder could have. The Snyder that. Cut could use some humor. There is some, a little bit. Yeah, it could use some some humor. Like the whole, <clears throat> he said no, yeah, he said no. Yeah, he said type. no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that was funny. That I was thought that was funny. Whedon originally when I saw it. Oh, really? In theaters, yeah. I didn't think that was Snyder. So, but the Snyder Cut proved me wrong. So, yeah, that's it for Snyder Cut, Justin. 
Um, let's see. Uh, hey, Pat, since Halloween is coming up uh, here in the next month, what are your go-to films that you watch during the season? Well, Halloween. Yeah, I was going to say, like, all the scary ones. Mm-hmm. You try to get the originals, Friday the 13th. Try to get Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. Original Halloween. Original Halloween is such a banger. Dude, it's so good. The original Nightmare, or Nightmare Before Christmas, that's a banger. Not quite in the same category. Nightmare on Elm Street, I was trying to say. The first Nightmare on Elm Street is still a banger. Yes. Johnny Depp gets sucked into the bed. Come on, oh, that's cool as Volcano far. of blood. Volcano yes. of blood, that's amazing. Yes, agreed. So um, like but yeah, definitely those. Halloween. I'm going to watch the 2018 Halloween as well. Yeah, me too. And I think Halloween Kills, uh, I don't know, does that come out directly to Peacock? It might. Because there's Hold a on. new Peacock Halloween? What? There's a new Peacock Halloween? Well, it, there, it's, it's a sequel to the 2018 Halloween movie. It's called Halloween Kills. Oh. But I thought it was viewable on Peacock. I might be wrong. And I'm going to watch Season of the Witch. Season of the Halloween Witch. Halloween 3. We're going to do it. <laughs> you know what? I, I did like the original Halloween 2 as well. Hey, it wasn't too bad. You know, it's Just a the, scary the... movie that I sometimes watch. It's not really Halloween-y related, but The Exorcist 3 is one of my favorite horror films of all time. It's so good. The Exorcist 1 is obviously great. The Exorcist I 2 is have... obviously terrible. I've never watched any Exorcist besides what? the first one. Really? You should watch Besides okay. the first one. Rewatch the first one. Don't bother with the prequels because they're both bad. Both versions of the prequels are bad. But The Exorcist and The Exorcist 3 are awesome. Really? Yeah. The Exorcist 3 is... Give it a spin. It's really good. It's got two of the scariest scenes in, like, in my opinion. Like the first time I watched The Exorcist 3, there was a few scenes that made me jump, like yelp out loud, which has rarely happened before. Really? Yeah, it's a real, it's a good one. Huh. Exorcist 3. Oh, it's so good. Well, maybe I'll check it out if I can find it. Is it streamable anywhere? Uh, I don't know. I think I had to buy it on iTunes. Oh. I think I had to buy gotcha. it on iTunes. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll it check shot. it out if George I can. George C. Scott, man. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'm going to be watching A Quiet Place, both of those. I never saw those. Oh, my god. I feel like I should. You sh- here's, the, here's what I'll say about the first one. You should have seen it in theaters. Really? It was the most unique theater experience I've ever had. Yeah. So surround the sound and surround sound and it's silent. Yeah. It's a real quiet it's movie. Like you could not like I was eating popcorn and I thought I was being loud as shit. <laughs> but it, I but it it, it it's a movie. The first one, I'm, the second one, you could definitely watch at home. I think it'll be fine. But it's just I feel like you missed out on an experience with the first one because, you know, at home, because it is a quiet movie, you know, you're going to hear like cars going by on the street. You're going to have like, you know, animals barking and you can hear all that shit at home. You don't hear that inside of a dark theater. Right. Right. So, you know. Yeah. That's why I feel like it's a unique theater experience. And then when shit does happen and it does get loud, it's like it literally it it is kind of jump scary in the sense only with sound, though. 
Can I watch it with like Bose headphones and have a real good experience? Probably. Yeah. That's probably the best way you can do it if you don't mind wearing headphones. For two hours? No. Headphones well, here's like the thing. Are they, are they, oh, that's true. <laughs> are they noise canceling though? Yeah. Noise Even when there's headphones. nothing playing on them, can you hear outside noises? No. They have oh. a negative, it's, they're the Bose noise canceling, so they, they produce a, like a negative frequency hertz that complete it's like a dead block silent room like on an airplane you can hear like a faint little you can feel the airplane and you can hear a faint little thing but i was surprised the first time i use these on an airplane it's like just this weird little silence happens when you turn (laughs) it on it's a trip that's crazy dude yeah that's crazy. So the silent place uh, with headphones. But yeah, I would definitely recommend that to watch the the first one then. Yeah. So you yeah you don't have to do the second one um, like that because while quiet is still an element, it's not as big of an element, mm. which is good. Like we kind of talked about it in our review, and it's like, you know, I don't want every movie to be like, well, here's how we stay quiet here, and right. here's how we stay quiet here. Right. You know. It has to evolve a little bit, which they did with the second one. But they right. were amazing, right. amazingly well done movies. You should definitely give them a watch. Um, and yeah, I mean, those are pretty much my staples in terms of Halloween movies I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Um, I agree with everything Nick said. Nick said Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street. I really like the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and I don't know yeah. why I love it so much. It's just so viscerally disturbing. Because it just when you watch that movie, it's in the seventies and it's like grindhousey and it just mm-hmm. looks like it smells bad. Like, yeah, it's just so yeah. God, yeah, I love looks movies hot. that give you the imagery and it affects your other senses. Yeah, it looks like it smells bad. It just looks hot and like stinky and. Bleh. I okay. like that movie a lot. You know what movie did that for me the What's first that? time? Um, so I was young when this movie came out, but. Um, Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's a really Dude. underrated movie. People talk yeah. shit on the Blair Witch Project, but that movie fucking rules. But when I was younger and I thought all that stuff was real. Right, right. Like, like they would be cold in the woods, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm yeah, cold. Like, freezing. this movie is making me cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the atmosphere yeah. of that movie was really great. I just, that yeah. whole movie felt like I had to- a cold feet. Like cold toes, because I imagine them all having fucking freezing toes walking around in like the wet mud. And like, yes, they did a real good job with that. Yeah, agreed. Yes. I'm going to watch that. That wasn't on my list, but that's going on my list. Blair Witch. That's a classic. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. Uh, Let's take a look at someone else here. Uh, Jason. Jason. He says... Uh, with the success of The Mandalorian and the fantastic animated series Clone Wars, do you suppose we will get more shows that really take the time to break down and explore all the lore of that universe? While Clo- Clone Wars did a great job of showing off the powers available that the Sith and Jedi did, I for one love the love and almost origin story of the Force. Hell, I'll settle for a schoolhouse rock version that really gets into every aspect <laughs> of the lore. <laughs> Okay, cool, Jason. Um, I do believe that Star Wars should definitely make a lot more series. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they can't possibly not. It's a cash cow for Disney. Yes. There's going to be 
Yeah. There's going to, and like Galaxy's Edge, they're doing like a Galaxy's Edge Tales from Galaxy's Edge series that ties into their theme parks. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like a whole thing. Of course, there's going to be tons more Star Wars. And I hope it's good. And I hope John Favreau does all of it. <laughs> I know. I agree. Did you watch Clone Wars, the animated stuff? So, no. Okay. It, it, it I- was. It was before it was I was the wrong age for the Clone Wars when the Clone Wars series came out. I was in my late 20s. I was almost I was in my late 20s when the Clone Wars series came out. So I, I wasn't really into it. I didn't watch it. It was before mm-hmm. and I didn't really like the prequels at that time. So I was like, why the fuck am I going to watch an animated series about a about movies that I hate? I am 100% in agreement with you. That's right. the way I thought. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And then, so fast forward to everybody telling me that I literally need to watch The Clone Wars. Yes. Everybody. Indeed. Everybody. So Everyone tra- and their mothers. Everyone and their mothers. So I've been trying to get through some of The Clone Wars, and it's a lot. I wish it's there, a lot. I wish there was like, watch season one, episode this, season two, episode this, this, and this, season four, episode this, this, and this. Like, if there was like a condensed story arc I could watch where I could get the Ahsoka, Anakin stuff, and I could get, you know, I could get all the good bits, I would right. do that instead of having to sit through an episode I'm not sure is going to progress the big storyline. Oh, it didn't? I just watched 20 minutes of a, just a little self-contained little rescue episode mission, you know? Uh-huh. Okay, like that was fun, but I value my time and I can't just sit and watch Clone Wars as fun as it is, you know. Uh, yeah, dude, I watched I watched all of it. Uh, man, it was I watched all of it like three and a half years ago. Right. And then I'm now rewatching it with my kid. Yeah, see, that's we the actually, thing. If I don't have kids, if I had kids, it'd be a different story. Well, here's the thing. I'm also more or less rewatching it for me because my son's only three mm, and sure. he doesn't really understand things yet. Yeah, but he's. But I still love the want him to get. Uh, oh yeah, I want to overload him with Star Wars. Yeah. And make my wife extremely upset. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> As we dads do, that's what my dad did too. That's why <laughs> yeah. I like Star Wars. Is my dad took me like too young to go see Return of the Jedi in the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. eight, I think, to go see Return of the Jedi in the theater. But we went. Was that your first movie theater experience? That was the first Star Wars movie I saw in the theater. Was Return of the oh. Jedi on its original run. But it wasn't your first movie theater. No, no, experience that wasn't ever. my first okay. theater experience ever. No. Gotcha. I was I was just curious uh, because my know, what, my son what was my first movie theater experience. Dude, my it son is so spoiled. Might have been Jedi. Really? Yeah, it might have been Return of the Jedi. At eight. When did Return of the Jedi come out? I think I was eight or nine. I feel like my movie theater, my first one was like at least at five. Let's see, Return of the Jedi, 1983. I seen... So I was six. So yeah, that could have been my first theater experience because oh. I was six. My brother would have been three, and we went to go see Return of the Jedi. You took your three-year-old and brother three. came with you. Yeah, my whole family went. Oh, nice. Yeah, me, my mom and my dad, my brother and I all went to go see Return of the Jedi in 1983 when it came out because my dad was such a huge sci-fi fan. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I had watched, you know, the VHS tapes of Star Wars and Return of the Jedi by then. Yeah. So my son, during this pandemic, um, you know, we were like, I want to take him to a movie theater, but I don't want to 
take them, you know, A, to a place where there's a lot of people, and B, I don't, you know, obviously don't want to be the guy with that loud three-year-old crowd. (laughs) Right, right. So I was like, what can we do? And my theater near us was running a promotion where you could rent a theater for a hundred bucks. Oh, dang. So that is spoiled. Yeah, we rented a theater. We got like a group, like five other groups to help pay. So it was like seriously 15 bucks per group. That's kind of incredible. Yeah, it was the best thing I've ever done. That's awesome. But and I did it all for my son and he spoiled. Yeah, that is spoiled. My dad did not rent out the theater. Just so he could watch Raya and the Last Dragon on uh, a huge screen. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool that he got that experience, though. Yeah. I'm Indeed. thankful my dad dragged me when I was six years old to go see Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Like, that's 100%. that's sealed. I mean, that's why I have a Stormtrooper tattooed on my throat now. Thanks, Dad. Oh, dude. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about the yeah. Stormtrooper. Oh, Stormtrooper yeah. throat tattoo. That, that thing is dope. Dude, you know what my dad did? We couldn't take my dad to movie theaters because he was just the guy that was loud and <laughs> wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. So, but one day, he, my, he takes my brothers. They go see Scream. I believe that's the movie they Quality go of film as well. Right. And then he takes me because he has to take he has to take care of me. He takes me to go see Flubber. Oh. Robin, I think those. The, the Robin Williams classic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my dad had, like, a green laser pointer at the time. Uh-huh. And, like, before, in, in the 90s when the, when that movie came out, there was, like, no previews. The screen was just blank. Oh, yeah. So he w- he took his laser pointer and just kept fucking with the screen. <laughs> but then, like, someone else yelled, it's Flubber! <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it, it got to a point where we couldn't take my dad to movies just because he wouldn't shut up. My well, mom shushed him so much that he walked back to the shushed. car and he sat there until the movie was done. <laughs> wow. What a bummer. I mean, he's got to shut up. Yeah, I guess you got to yeah. learn. That's the rules of the yeah. theater. Come on. Uh, But anyway, um, but yeah, I definitely... What this question started off as was Disney streaming. Oh, that's and, right. Disney streaming. Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yes. But yeah, 100%. I mean, I love everything. Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, which is also really good. Uh, I did actually really watch good. a bunch of Rebels, too. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I watched yeah. a bunch of Rebels. It was really good. Rebels is amazing. Yeah. Rebels was real cool. Yeah. Rebels was real my, cool. Freddie Prince son, Jr. voices that guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. When uh, So my son, like... He, he knows characters of his favorite movies, but I was watching Rebels one day. He came in, and he got really excited. He goes, look, Daddy, Kanan. And I was like, I almost started crying. <laughs> You're like, yes. I was like, yes, oh, yes son, it is Kanan. Kanan. I love you Kanan. so much right now. Oh, man, it was so funny. Have you anyway. got to go to the Galaxy's Edge theme park? Have you got to go? I to, have to not the- yet. Bro. I'm not telling you what to do. Keep renting out theaters if you want to, but save your money. Come to Los Angeles. We'll go to Galaxy's Edge because seeing the Falcon in real life is a, is a life-changing experience. I want to so the bad. The ride is my, pretty fun, yeah. but the land itself is amazing. Amazing. Dude, you have, you have no bad. I want to take... Here's the thing. I you got to wait until your kid's like, old enough, though. Huh? Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. If I take him now, he's not going to remember it. Yeah. My, my parents took me to Disneyland when I was three, and I don't remember any of it. Right. Exactly. All I so have I is wanted, pictures of evidence. 
So, but yeah, well, that's that's the only in reason. a few years. Come out to LA. <laughs> Go to Galaxy's Edge because it's awesome, isn't it? But it's also in Florida, right? It is. It's in Florida and it's in it's in LA. Okay, it's awesome. I mean, if you're yeah. e- even a passive Star Wars fan, not I mean, forget being like a core Star Wars fan. It'll blow your mind. It's so well themed, and mm-hmm. I mean, seeing the Millennium Falcon in real life and just mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I definitely want to. I definitely want to go through the saber, build a saber yeah, experience. I haven't done that yet. Do There's that a few too. things I haven't been able to do, obviously because of COVID and you know, right. whatever. But I still want to do a bunch of stuff there. Yes, indeed. But yes, Jason, thank you so much for the question. I definitely want to see a lot more streaming stuff mm-hmm. with Star Wars. Uh, it's all it's all good. Uh, let's see what else. Um, sorry, there's just a couple. Mm. Jesus, what's going on? Okay. Email. I know. (laughs) All right. Uh, Jason again. Hey. Hey, I have questions about the latest Matrix movie. So Trinity died in the first trilogy, right? So in the trailer, we saw that what looked like Trinity waking up uh, from the Matrix with a body. How is that possible? Thanks in advance. Um, honestly, I need to rewatch the Matrix movies. I um, actually rewatched those pretty recently, like within the last two years. Oh, I've rewatched okay. them. I went on a brief so- Matrix kick. So can you enlighten us? Can you answer this? No, I can't. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like the Matrix movies barely make sense to me as it is. Like, I get the gist of it. And uh, the Merovingian, sure, I can accept that. And the Keymaker guy and the Architect and re- whatever. But, yeah, she did die. And I don't know how she's in the new movie. Could be a, uh, you know, computer-generated version of her. Something wildly mm. speculate i don't know the new trailer does look cool as fuck though it does look dope it does look dope yeah um two more let's go back to justin justin asked more questions yeah uh yeah i like that just <laughs> hey guys what would dc have to do to become somewhat on par with mcu not the comics animated shows or video games but just the movies Ooh, what would they have to do, Nick? Look, (laughs) I don't know. They need to have a vision. That's what they need to do. And they need to realize that it's going to take maybe a little bit of time. Yes, I was going to say something like that. Have like two two core directors or something who could be at the helm of this thing. Have someone with a vision of how it's going to look and feel and have it be a universe like you get sucked into the mcu because you think i could live in that universe i could be saved by iron man Mm -hmm. right but when you watch justice league you're like oh this is like weird haphazard thrown together like i can't picture myself in this universe superman seems like a dick it's like it needs to have a clear vision and that's it justice the justice okay see if this analogy makes sense for you the justice league the way it was thrown together kind of felt like a parent trying to get multiple kids up for school and ready. <laughs> it was just like, Wonder Woman, go! Aquaman, go! Yeah. Superman, go! Yeah. 
Get, what are you, what are, Wake you, up, what are you doing? Wake up, get out the door. Yeah, it did very much feel like that. So yeah, yeah. clear vision, I think, would go a long way. Yeah, I, th- I agree 100%. And I like, think they're, they're... give it some time. Nobody, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Just That's fine, no, no, no. Give it some time. You know, it's like, yes, we would like some cool DC Cinematic Universe movies, but we're also maybe willing to wait a little bit for something real cool. Don't right. just haphazardly throw stuff at your fans and just go, oh, we got to see Cyborg right. for a little bit, you know? <laughs> That was kind of cool. I would have waited longer for a cooler movie, you know. Hey, hey, you guys remember that cool scene in Batman v Superman where Cyborg was made in a video clip? <laughs> yep, yep. Remember that? I have a buddy who, like, straight up defends uh, Batman v Superman. You can't. It's <laughs> You can't. You can't. Other the only than, good part was Batman. Yeah, other than Batfleck. That's the only yeah. thing you can go. You go, Batfleck was cool as hell. Yes. And then the rest of that movie, Jesse Eisenberg can walk off a cliff. I don't like him as Lex, Lex Luthor in any capacity. I didn't like him in that movie. It's infuriating. Um, what I, did you mind him at the end of Justice League, though? Because he kind of changed it up. He seemed a lot more Lex luthor Yeah. I mean, in, that was in that clip. That, yeah, that seems pretty cool. Okay. That seemed pretty cool. Curious. Yeah. Uh, okay. One more here. Uh, Justin. Hey, thanks, Justin. Do you think Toby and Andrew are going to show up in the new Spider-Man film, or do you think they're just going to be randos in their old suits? Ooh. I really Here's hope the they show up in the new Spider-Man movie. I, I bel- If I'm not mistaken, I know Toby Maguire showing up. There's like For sure? Is this confirmed? I th- I'm not confirming anything. Yeah, confirm but, it. <laughs> Commit to it right now but on your hold podcast. On. But uh, I believe I saw a news article where Tom, uh, Toby Maguire was like showing up to set. If I'm not mistaken, Toby Maguire. My computer is listening to me. I typed in T O B and it said Toby Maguire. What's the new Spider-Man movie called? Uh, no, uh, no way home. No way home. Maguire in No Way Home. George Clooney and Brad Pitt are reuniting for a movie with Spider-Man? Oh, No Way Home director. Sorry. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. The headline just said Spider-Man, and then when you clicked on it, it said director. Ah, Spider-Man you know what upsets me about fan theories? Everything? No. What? I mean, just like the way they can point at anything and they're like, this is a clue. Yeah, this is a clue. Yeah, I caught <laughs> like, something. Uh, like uh, there's this article that says, No Way Home Easter Egg Spoils Tobey Maguire's Return. And it's an image of uh, the new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I forget his name at the moment. Tom Holland. Thank you, Tom Holland. Wearing a suit that looks slightly similar to a suit Toby Maguire wore. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, I can't even confirm need. it's the same suit. Yeah. Like, that's how little I can confirm it. Like, it could be. It's enough. I really and hope they show up. And then people are like, up. he's in it. I really hope they show up. Oh, yeah. That would be I so definitely... kick-ass. And here's the thing. I love, love Doctor Strange. 
Doctor Strange is my mm-hmm. favorite. Marvel Cinematic Movie was Doctor Strange. I want another Doctor Strange, and I'm glad that Doctor Strange is going to be in this new Spider-Man. That yes. makes me so happy. And with Doctor Strange, it's like, well, shit, anything's possible. If there's multiverses, I mean, this is where this is going. Andrew Garfield yeah. and Tobey Maguire could show up, and they Here's, should. There's, there's so much, and there's so many times Andrew Garfield has. Uh, vehemently denied being in this movie. He needs why? Why would he deny it so much? Uh, either a he's trying to prepare us for the fact that he's not in the movie. Right. Like right. he's really trying to drive it home. Like right. guys, like, I don't I want you to be upset. Not in this. Yeah. I'm not unless someone calls me right now and says they're doing major reshoots. I'm not in this movie. Right. Like he said that. Uh, so I don't know. Um, he could, or he could be lying to make the shock. Hype bigger. it up. Yeah, it could be that. I don't know. I hope it's but that. I definitely hope William Defoe is in it as Green <sighs> Goblin. That would be amazing. Oh, hundred percent amazing. Crap, that would be amazing. But was it? Then, didn't uh, Jamie Foxx say something recently on Instagram about being in it? Not recent. When it was announced, he said it and then deleted the tweet. Oh, okay. I believe. So he was like, Electro's coming back or something like that. Right. Yeah, I know Electro's coming back in some capacity. We already know Doc Ock is back. Yeah. And we saw a Green Goblin bomb, but we didn't see a a Green green Goblin. Goblin. So we don't know if it's going to be Defoe or that other one. Didn't Doc Ock call him Peter? Yeah. Even though he was in a Spider-Man costume? Maybe. Well, didn't he? Didn't Doc Ock discover it? It was Peter Parker in Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yes. It's been so long since I've watched the <laughs> Raimi movies. Like, I don't barely yeah. remember the Raimi movies. I mean, I'm not a fan of them. I like personally the first one pretty good. Just the first one is fine. It was like Spider-Man. This is yeah. like we hadn't got a good cinematic Spider-Man in, ever, and so that one That's was pretty true. good. But two and three were pretty. Didn't care. I. I I hated just the fact that Tobey Maguire's webs were literally like sacks in his wrist, mm-hmm. like skin, like flesh organic, sacks. organic. Yeah, webs. I hated it. Yeah, I hated that so much. Well, it takes the whole, you know, it takes the whole tense component out of it because you realize that Spider-Man can run out of web, and it adds this whole component of tension to it, and there yes. that kind of just didn't exist in the Raimi verse. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, um, but so I don't know. I hope they're in it is all I can say. Yeah. Thank you so much, Justin. I would love to see them in it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I think that wraps it up. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. If you want to send in your own listener mail, please send send it in to cinemafromthedarkside at gmail.com, and we will read them at the end of the episode. Thanks again uh, to Nick for joining me. It was so much fun having you. Thanks for having me. Uh, dude, it was a, so much fun. Appreciate it, was, it. Mike would not watch the Snyder Cut because he's a dick. <coughs> he just wouldn't watch it? Won't he watch it? He just wouldn't watch it. What? Well, he, listen, I understand. It's a big ask. We we talk. It's four hours. Right. Listen, it's, it's a, if you're doing a podcast <laughs> about mm-hmm. this, you know, whatever nerdy culture stuff, mm-hmm. you are you got to watch it. Well, it's part also, of it goes with the territory. The to defend him a little bit, even though he is a bitch. Um, 
to defend him a little bit, he's also never seen like Man of Steel. He never watched Batman. Oh, Superman. Okay, okay. Well, he never got into the DC stuff, which is upsetting because I thought I thought Man should, of Steel was amazing. I I I liked Man of Steel. Yes, yeah. I didn't think it was amazing. Like, well, I thought it was amazing, incredibly. Here's, but it was really good. I thought it was really good. Right, really but good. Here's the thing: I've hate I hate Superman as a character. I just do. I don't. I don't mind Superman. The, I mean, he's just he's I was a boring. Big Superman fan when I was a kid, so it's like there's a sentimental part of it to me. Oh. But like, you know, truth, justice in the American way. It's like right, Superman. I just I always thought he was boring. I always thought he was a cocky piece of shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until he got in front of a green rock and then he was a pussy. And then he was like <laughs> beyond weekend. Yeah. So did you so, ever read the Injustice comics uh, or play the no, Injustice video? Games? I have played the Injustice video games. Yes. The yeah that series coming out the mm-hmm. new animated series looks amazing. Yep. That oh, yeah. is a rad take on Superman. But that's a better story. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, my main problem is that he's boring. Yeah, he is kind of boring. Until we get to the Injustice story. But Injustice is actually good, he's an interesting yeah. character. Exactly. You know what I did like him in? Um, I got really into uh, like uh, DC animated movies. Yeah. And there's one DC animated movie where it's like Justice League, but an alternate universe Justice League. Yeah. Give me, I forget yeah. what it's called. Give me a good suggestion for a DC animated movie because there's a bunch on HBO Flashpoint, Max. Flashpoint, oh, Flashpoint, the Flashpoint, Flashpoint. Okay. I read yes. the I read the Flashpoint comic. Uh, you know, with the how many Flashpoint comics are there? Oh, dude, there's a lot. There's a lot of Flashpoint comics. Yes. Because okay. I saw I read the Flashpoint with uh, you know where Bruce Wayne dies mm-hmm. and Martha becomes the Joker. Yep. And mm-hmm. whatever, he becomes Batman. I read that one and I really loved it. So that's what the so the one um you should watch on HBO Max is Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. I'm in. And it's it's exactly what you're talking about. Like Batman, it's his father, oh, yeah. the Joker. Oh yeah. It's one I'm in. my favorite DC animated movie. Um but yeah, put down your list. Um but there's a there's another one set in an alternate universe. Like in this alternate universe, Batman is actually like a hybrid bat. <laughs> what? Voiced by Dexter, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. I thought that was funny. Um yeah, he literally sucks blood and shit. Wow. Um yeah. And uh Superman didn't land in Kansas. He landed in Mexico. So his parents were illegal immigrants, and he has a real problem with authority. Oh, that's cool. That's cool as fuck. What is that fucking Justice League movie called? Um, Justice League. I want to find it. Um... Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters. That's what it's called. Gods and Monsters. That one is not on HBO Max. Damn. Buy it on Amazon for $3.99. Maybe. If I (laughs) want to give Jeff Bezos more money. (laughs) 
It's like, but yeah. you're going into space, you don't need any more money. But I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Red Sun? Do you ever, you ever watch Red Sun? Where, uh, you know, Superman lands in Soviet Russia? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, it's pretty it got cool. got kind of boring. Yeah, it got kind of boring. But it was such a cool premise. I was like, whoa, yeah, Superman yeah. landing in Soviet Russia. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Justice League Dark Apocalypse War was really good. Yeah. That one that one is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> depressing? That one, it, it is depressing. It's a depressing fucking movie. Everyone dies, pretty much. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Everyone dies. <laughs> but here's the thing. Not everyone dies. Not everyone dies. You know what I actually recently got into? Mm. Uh, the show Titans? I started that. I watched the first okay. episode, and I, I it kind of hooked me. The first season is great. I like the first season. The second season is meh. Yeah. The third season currently is meh. Mm. So I might stop watching it mm. soon. We are still talking. I was supposed to end this podcast like kind of 15 minutes ago. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> We're running long. That's fine. No, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I paid money to we can run long. Yeah, exactly. That's what we did. Exactly. You're going to yeah. get the most out of this. Exactly. Don't forget to cancel $7.99. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, All right, cool. thank you guys so much for listening. I do really appreciate it. And again, uh, send any listener mail to Cinema from the Dark Side podcast. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Cinema from the dark side at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening to Cinema from the Dark Side Podcast. Yeah.